0: What's going on, guys? Before we get started, this episode of Not Your Final Destination is sponsored by www.lavishmediajax.com, your one-stop shop for everything digital. No matter the project, Lavish Media Jax has you covered. From a stunning new website, to custom business cards, to even smartphone classes. Make sure to head over to www.lavishmediajax.com to learn more. So, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Final Destination. It has been a hot minute, and when I say a hot minute, it's been about two weeks. Um, I took a break from podcasting to do something that I truly, truly, truly enjoy in this new season of life, and that is being a father. So, um, this episode, I want to talk about fatherhood, I want to talk about uh, my childhood. Um, and I'm going to kind of keep it short and sweet, but give you guys as many details as possible. Um, also, without further ado, shout out to every single listener that tunes in to Not Your Final Destination. 15,645 streams. Truly, truly incredible. I'm truly grateful. And I thank every single one of you guys that continue to to show up, press play, listen to the stream. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. So um as I go to um a pumpkin patch this uh past weekend, um, it just like dawned on me. Like it hit me like a ton of bricks, like fatherhood in full effect with my sweet daughter Ayla and my beautiful wife Erica. It's like, you know, for I'm gonna I'm gonna like I always say, like story time with Felix Diaz, right? So here goes. So I remember growing up a portion of my life where, yes, my father was there, right? Like he was there for a split second. And then he got in trouble with the law, then he gets arrested. And then he's there um, for majority of my childhood. And when I say majority, like, you know, I, I remember I think my dad getting out of prison when I was either like 19 or 20. So he wasn't really in my life at all. And even, and again, like, and and if you're a listener, guys, like I'm not bashing my father in any way. I'm just saying that I am the man I am today because of my father's decisions and the absence of my father not being in my, you know, current life as a 30 year old adult or as a child, or even when he got out of prison, um, it just, the relationship was never there. So, and this is all going to correlate to my story of, you know, uh, of fatherhood right now with my daughter, Ayla. So, um, throughout the journey of this whole figuring out how to be a man and, uh, you know, like still feeling kind of childish as a, as an adult, because you didn't have the guidance from like a father figure to show you like, Hey, this is how you shave. Hey, this is what you do when people are trying to fight you, or this is, you know, and, and to me, those are the things that were like the important stuff, like, man, I'm going to get bullied. So like, if And again, like I don't condone bullying, but I'm sharing the story with you guys. So you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. So the way that I did it in high school and in middle school, because my father wasn't around, I got bullied a couple times and I didn't like it. And I know like you look at me now and like social media and you guys like follow me and see me who I am like on like not on the podcast, but like outside of the podcast, like I'm a pretty big dude, you know, like I'm six foot. Two hundred and fifty-one pounds. Like I'm, am I'm a solid guy, but in middle school I was like I was bullied, and it got to a point where you know I flipped the script, and on those people that were bullying me, I turned it around and bullied them. Like I was like, you know what? Like I'm not gonna take it. You know I remember like I remember this because like it will haunt me for the rest of my life. I remember in um in middle school, uh, it was PE class. Um, and we would go outside and play, like, flag football, basketball. And, like, in North Carolina, like, it was hot. Like, we, were, we would sweat, and then we would have to come back in and, you know, figure out what the rest of the day was going to look like. So, like, I would take showers in middle school. Um, our I was fortunate enough that our middle school had, like, a, a bathing facility and stuff like that. So, I remember coming out of the bathroom and... Of course, like not to get too graphic on this podcast, but like you don't wear underwear. Like when you get out of the, you know, out of the shower, you just either have a towel um, at the time. I had just dried up and I had put on like some like PE shorts that were like assigned to us, but I didn't have underwear on underneath them. And I remember a, a guy, um, which I won't disclose his name because I still remember because I'm going to tell you, it's one of those things that like you you just don't forget. So we're in this crowded like middle school a whole bunch of guys from, like, whatever period it was, you know, like, fifth period PE gym class, and I remember coming out of the bathroom, and he pulled my shorts down, and of course, like, there wasn't any underwear underneath that, and people were, like, looking and laughing, and and ever since that day, when he did that, and don't get, don't get me wrong, that guy got what was coming to him afterwards, and it wasn't in a form of, like, guns and stuff like that that you see nowadays like I slapped that guy so hard and I know you're like slap you don't even punch him well I wasn't a fighter I wasn't a person that was like looking to be mean and, and intentionally mean to people but I remember one day we were playing basketball and um it's gonna sound so shitty but it is what it is I talked to my dad on the phone uh, while he's in prison, and he says, you know, whenever you hard-fell somebody in prison, like, if they are something that they said to you, or if it was something that, you know, and I'm not condoning this, so, like, if you listen to the podcast, it's not about violence and stuff like that, but, like, I was embarrassed, man, that dude pulled down my shorts, I didn't have no underwear, people were laughing at me, you know, I was embarrassed for, I, and then, like, I wouldn't dress out for PE for a couple months after that, like, it was stuff that happened to me, you know, so, um, and again, this is all gonna correlate to fatherhood, I promise, guys, um, but when he did that, I, you know, I remember playing basketball, him coming up, and I'm talking about, it wasn't even like a slap, I want to say it was like my forearm, just straight to his nose, I mean just, and again, in middle school, I think I was like five, I'm six, I'm six foot now, so I think I was like five, five, seven, five, nine, somewhere, somewhere around there, I was a little taller than most, most of the guys, um, like I was on the basketball team, I played quarterback and stuff like that, so like, but I just remember like him coming up, and I just like, Straight, Like, I just thought about all the people laughing, all the people that, you know, that, that were looking at me when that happened. And just remember coming down on his nose so hard. And after that, I think I gained a little respect from him because he never messed with me again. Um, but that's besides the point. That's the story that I wanted to share you guys about, like, um, when I was growing up, my father not being there. And then, like, him giving me some advice while, um, over the phone while he was in prison. Well... Later on, as life continued to go on, I started dating. And then, of course, like none of my relationships really made sense because I didn't know, like, you know, we're all figuring it out. And my mom tried her best to, to give me the advice that I needed to learn and to grow and to develop as as a young man. And it just wasn't the same. And even now, as a 30-year-old man and my father not being a part of my life, like, I still have questions and I still have some, you know, some some hurt I guess you would want to say like of him not being involved with like him seeing like my daughter like now that she's you know one and a half and her growing up well to me now as a father and for me now as like the person that I am today a lot of people that don't know me just see like what i would post on social media because remember social media is just a place where you go to post your highlights you don't post when you're struggling or when you're failing or when you're broke or when you're hurting or when you're depressed um you know that just comes there to post highlights hey when where can i get the best shot where can i do this so when we were at this pumpkin patch and i pulled up with my family erica and ayla and we're gonna go we you know we get there kinda early so we can pick the pumpkins and we just kept getting compliments like you know we don't fish for them we don't try to like be better than anyone we just are who we are when we go out and you know it and Ayla as well, you know, like every time we go somewhere, oh my god, she's beautiful, oh my gosh she's you know, and it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing for me because like I see it in, like, the pictures, so, like, if you don't follow me on social media and you want to see the photos that I'm talking about, all you have to do is go on Instagram at the Felix Diaz, um, if you guys go on that page and you see the last post, um, you'll see the photos that I'm talking about, and, like, there's one photo in there of my daughter that just, like, it just all, it made it all come together for me, like, man, this is why I'm doing life, this is why, this is my why, like, my family, my wife and my daughter are my why's, but, like, just looking at her little like face in that picture, and her eyes, and just her mannerism—like just seeing her. Like I get to, you know, God willing, I'm in I'm in good health, and, and that's why I've been working out, doing CrossFit, and you know, um, giving my time, giving my body some time to heal as well, because obviously CrossFit tr- CrossFit can uh, take a toll on your body if you're not used to it. So I've, I've taken a couple days off, but like, she is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now to be in better health. She is the reason why I, whenever I go to work, I try to make sure I give the best customer service or experience to whoever it is that I'm serving, uh, at the, at that moment. Um, but it's just one of those things where like fatherhood to me is the biggest blessing that I have ever received. And I wanted to, this is going to sound kind of weird. And hopefully if my wife is listening, like, Hey, babe, just bear with me on this one. I wanted to give a shout out to every single girl that told me no. And every single girl that had kids and let me be a part of those kids lives and still told me no whenever I wanted to get serious with them. And it's this is life and this is real because I want to say thank you because I am the man that I am today. And I love my my daughter more than anything in this world. And I think a lot of it has to do with when I was dating people that had, you know, younger children, when I was dating uh, girls that had a boy or a girl or, you know, whatever it was at the time, like, and I got to see what it was like for them as a parent, because obviously I was there just for an occasional period of time. And then I would go home or when they would say, Hey, like, I have to go to this meeting. Could you watch them for an hour? You know, like, so there was times in my life where that was a thing. Well, I say it now and I say it because I've lived it. The love and the patience that I have for my daughter Ayla is truly incredible. I try to make sure that, you know, she is loved, she is listened to, she is nurtured. That she just, and it's not about spoiling her, but it's about like her knowing that her dad is not gonna go anywhere. And me and my wife have these conversations about, you know, parenting and fatherhood and things like that. It's like, I couldn't imagine, and I know it happens and it's a sad thing, but like, the fact that my dad is not in my life right now, and I've done so much, you know, so much to get to where I am right now. And again, this is not your final destination, just your current season, but like everything that I've done to get to where I am now, the good decisions, the bad decisions, the good friendships, the bad friendships, the bad relationships, the first divorce, the second marriage, like this is my life this is my journey this is why I'm here and for this new chapter and season of fatherhood I want to become what my father wasn't and that's present aware and consistent I want to have those three qualities with my daughter day in and day out is it going to be easy absolutely not but is it going to be worth it hell yes because as she grows up into the beautiful woman that she's going to be, she's going to know, you know, there's a saying out there and there's, um, you know, a couple other people that I follow that are fathers as well. It's like, date your daughter, like show her, hey, open the door for her, you know, compliment her. I do it all the time. Ayla's one, but I tell her all the time, girl, you are beautiful. Girl, you're a queen. Oh, man. Like, I, you know, it, it, you're going to do amazing things when you get older, like those words of affirmation. I'm putting it in her mind, even if she doesn't fully understand it, because I want her to grow and become a confident woman and know that her father and her mother will be next to her no matter what happens and the decisions that she makes in her life. Because even though my father was in prison, he had an opportunity to come out and be a part of my life. And in those times where I was struggling to make ends meet and do things was never present. And it affects you as an adult and it affects you as a human. Um, you know, where i I was depressed, you know as a child, or like when I would go to my football games and like I'm gonna shout out the Schumans, but like I would see Jamal Schuman and Mr. Schumann, and then like I'd be playing football, and like th- my mom would be there, but half the time she would be working two jobs, so she'd drop me off and I'd catch a ride with Jacob or someone you know to get back home because no one was there to watch me, and I don't want my daughter to ever have to experience that, and I'm gonna try my best with work. And with whatever it is that I'm doing at that chapter and season of my life, that if she has a pageant or a show or if she's singing or ballet or whatever, that I'm going to try my best to organize my time to be able to support my daughter on, on a constant basis. You know, I think that the world is in need of a lot more love and not just love from parent to, to son or daughter to brother. I think it just from stranger to stranger. I think we need to come together, and I know it's not gonna happen overnight, and I hope that if this message hits your your iPhone, your, your Google Pixel, your tablet, your iPad, your MacBook, wherever you're listening on right now, show someone today some love. Compliment them of what they're wearing. Smile, shake their hand, give them a hug for hell's sake. Just let them know that they are loved, because that is what this world is missing, and I truly believe that if we come together, and stop putting you know and again it's it's the day and age that we live in racism they're splitting us apart so we can damage ourselves and there's a lot of other things that i i don't want to get into because i don't want to talk politics and i don't want to talk racism and i don't want to talk all that stuff on this podcast because obviously you know it is the good the bad and the ugly but at the same time guys we can become the change that we want to see in this world if we do it and we take it one step at a time and if you the listener If you're coming back and tuning in, if you do it, someone else may follow. If you continue to do it and no one follows, you are one of the people that are creating that change. And that's why I record these podcasts to share my stories, to share the mission and the values. And when I say that this is not your final destination, just your current season. And remember that the first step is the hardest step. But once you take that first step, anything is possible. You can apply that to anything you do in life. 100%. But listen, guys, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, if you listened this far, thank you again for the 15,600 and counting streams. Um, I know I've been gone for a minute. I will try to post two podcasts this coming up week. And again, guys, remember, if you haven't followed us on social media, head over to at not your final destination. Also, follow me on my personal account at the Felix Diaz. Make sure to double tap that last post of my family at the pumpkin patch. And I'll see you guys in the next one.